Welcome to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip, your host. Today, I want to get right into the details of what is ahead of us. And I am specifically talking about the 2024 election. You know, every day I wake up and with some trepidation, I look into the news and look into what's happening. And I tell you, I want to speak the truth to you very plainly on this program. And I don't want to polish it up. I don't want it to be all varnished. I don't want any veneer. And at the same time, I really want to speak in a positive way. Now, of course, every day that I wake up, I look to see in what new ways we are going to be attacked again in our country, because right now we are in a world of hurt. And so when I speak to you today, and each time I get on this program, I want you to understand that my first ultimate goal is to just bring glory to God because I spoke the truth plainly, honestly, and openly. And of course, your responsibility is to not accept everything I say uh, wholeheartedly without questioning, without challenging me, because I do not speak with the authority of God. I am in no way inspired, that is, as the biblical writers were inspired. But right now, we have to admit that we are currently a nation who is lacking in all counsel, in good counsel. We are living in a time, a very treacherous time, when we as Americans are being ruled by a tyrannical leadership instead of being governed by public servants whom we supposedly have elected to represent us, the people. These supposed public servants should be abiding by the will of the people. But let's ask the question, what exactly is the will of the American people today? It appears to me sometimes that we have become nothing more than one nation under greed. And let's ask it, have we become a perverted and corrupt people who seek only our own pleasure and comfort? Think about it. What do you support? What do you stand for? What are you silent on? What topics? Are you for the LGBTQIA movement? Are you for critical race theory? Are you for sending billions and billions of dollars to support a war in a corrupt nation called Ukraine, supposedly as, as a means of defending us from Russia? Things don't make sense. And when they don't make sense, the only way you can make sense out of them is to interpret them with a mindset of evil, and then it clears up. But let's ask the, the real question here. How long will we continue to believe the lie that justice can be had without liberty for all? You see, we are facing another election ahead of us. The 2024 election is going to come really fast. And 
a 2024 stolen election, if it does happen again, might just yield justice, but without liberty for all. And I want to really explain the significance of that today and also challenge us to consider what we might do to influence the outcome of that election. Frankly, I'm a little tired of waking up every morning wondering, you know, what is going to be the lie of the day? How are they going to launch an assault against us today in order to convince us that we really can have liberty or rather we can really have justice without liberty in our country by just following what our leaders tell us to do believing what they want us to believe and going along with the thinking and the narrative that they would like you to swallow hook, line, and sinker. We have to reject it all because we now reside in a communist America. We are no longer a free republic, but a communist America, which is in all reality a godless America. You know, we might call it communist or Marxist, or fascist, or globalist, or totalitarian, but, you know, call it what you want. When there is an absence of respect and honor for God to do his will according to biblical teaching, we are living in a state of tyranny. America is being besieged, attacked right now by the enemies of God. And so far, we have really done nothing of consequence to oppose it. Now, does that scare you? Well, perhaps it should, because here is what's coming, the 2024 election, if we can call it that. Because if this election is again stolen, and let's be honest, why wouldn't it be stolen? Because we've done nothing to fix the system. But if this election is again stolen, then we will all see justice without liberty. And that has grave consequences for all of us. It means that we will reap exactly what we have sown. We will obtain a judgment that we have brought upon ourselves. And there will be no mercy. So let's make no mistake about that. We need to really think about what is going on and who the enemy is. Now, I've got to tell you that I am very thankful for some of our good American patriots. I am pleasantly surprised that McCarthy did give the full video footage camera footage to Tucker Carlson, and I am pleased with Tucker Carlson for having the courage to expose some of that footage, to show us what really happened, because what is, it, it does show us is that an insurrection did in fact take place on January 6, 2021, but the insurrection actually began on November 3rd, 2020 with the stolen election. Now, that's an irrefutable fact. If, if you're still debating that, I'd suggest that you dig in to the facts, just to the evidence that we have up to this point in time. Now, Mitch McConnell 
called it a grave mistake for Fox News to allow Tucker Carlson to expose that video. Why in the world would Mitch McConnell say that was a mistake? To show the people what really happened. Here, look at the footage. Look at the evidence. Look at the, Watch the videos as it unfolds and decide for yourself based on the visible evidence that we see and come to our own conclusions what really happened on January 6th. And when you look at it, you cannot come to any other conclusion but that the accusers of the so-called insurrectionists are the real insurrectionists. Nancy Pelosi, the entire Biden team, our corrupt FBI, I mean, it's the same exact thing that happened with the COVID-19 misinformers, right? I am declared a misinformer, a disinformer, because I told the world that I treated COVID with 100% success. And some of my colleagues, my fellow physicians have done the same and in much larger numbers than I, because I was the first victim to be taken down because I spoke the truth to the American people. I spoke the truth that they are trying to take us down by pushing this agenda of you have to mask, by pushing the truth that there is a treatment for COVID, they would have no, no legal means of putting forth the COVID vaccination program. Think of how much better the world would be if that had not gone down. But see, the real misinformers are the same as the real insurrectionists. They are a coordinated team whose effort is to complete a coup attempt, and that coup is still in progress, very much in progress and proceeding. And what Tucker Carlson showed us is that the thousands who have been arrested and charged so far because of the January 6th protest, they are, they are being forced to plea bargain like Simone Gold was to avoid prison time. And these victims of political tyranny are still suffering. And we have still done absolutely nothing about it. Now that tells us everything we need to know. We are under attack. Take Christopher Worrell, former Proud Boys member. He was denied treatment for his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma for eight months. While this cancer progressed from a stage one to a stage three cancer, he had a fractured hand when he was taken into custody, and a recommendation was for him to have hand surgery to correct the damage, and that was completely ignored. Now, I would expect this to happen perhaps in the POW camps of Vietnam, but this happened right here in America because of our own rogue government faction. They allowed it to happen. They caused it to happen. Stuart Rhodes, who founded the Oath Keepers, is, is being convicted for seditious conspiracy. Now, that's very debatable given the entire circumstances. This man was a patriot who understood what was going down 
And he decided to not just sit still, sit by and let it happen. He took a risk and went there with good intent. And the intent was for a free America to ensure that Americans had a free vote to ensure that an election could not be stolen. He was a patriot who was willing to sacrifice something for you and I as a fellow American. Look at Ryan Nichols, a former USMC veteran. This Marine with clean record, past records, spent almost two years in solitary confinement, just awaiting a trial. And now he is facing a sentencing of possibly 20 years in prison. His trial is set for March 27th. I wonder what the outcome of that will be. Do you think that this exposure of the J6 camera footage is going to make any difference for Ryan Cole or for Stuart Rhodes or Christopher Worrell or any of the other political prisoners now that still are many of whom are still suffering in the gulags, wasting away? Many of them are still in prison without any formal charges, without even a court date, and it's been now over two years. And this is happening at the same time that many of our murderers are going free, like Anthony Fauci, sponsor of the genocide, the COVID genocide. He has deceived everyone. He deceived President Trump. He deceived the entire world with his promotion of wearing face masks that he knew were worthless and causing us to lock down, to, to shut down our businesses, to lose our economy, to lose our livelihood, to suffer, to become depressed. And it was pushed in the schools so that our children learned how to live in fear. This is a horrendous, tragic crime that we have allowed to progress even to this day. We have murderers in hospitals who have killed hospital patients that went in for treatment for COVID and possibly some other viral illnesses because I have treated many other viral illnesses that were just as severe as coronavirus, the SARS-CoV-2 strain. I mean, I'd seen it before. And had they received early treatment, outpatient treatment, they would have never died in the hospitals. And we need to realize that those who are pushing this, and this includes nurses in ICUs, nurses who are pushing the protocol that is designed to kill patients in the hospitals. And it's still in place, by the way, and all these doctors who are writing the orders to do this are committing Nazi-like crimes and are still getting away with it while our patriotic citizens of America who took a stand for liberty, for yours and mine, are suffering, are being prosecuted, persecuted, for just taking a stand to abide by the Constitution. Now, that's a sad state of affairs. And every military man 
be you a veteran or active duty, remember, you and I have taken an oath to defend the Constitution, not to defend the president or to defend our local politicians. We have sworn an oath to defend our Constitution. And when we have the J6 prisoners who have been subjected to such terrorism by our own government, we have failed to fulfill our oath as military men and women. And I'm as guilty as the rest of that. We should have spearheaded a rescue operation to save these people from the tyranny that we would not even expect to see happening to our worst criminals who are incarcerated. They get better treatment. Gitmo prisoners received better treatment than those who took a stand for our constitution. Now, this has to be spoken in our shame, and we have to fess up and own it. Me too. But while these, all these other murderers are going free, the ones that are doing it in broad daylight and getting away with it still, because we have no leadership, we have no true, genuine, God-fearing counsel in our government, this atrocity is still taking place. And what do you think? Do you think that despite this little inkling of a video evidence that we have seen where Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, was peacefully escorted by multiple capital policemen, he thought he was being supported by them. He did not imagine that he was being set up by these police officers. But the video footage showed us what really happened. And look at where is he in prison for doing something of no harm whatsoever. This man had no evil intent in his heart. He was making a statement. That's why he dressed the way he did. And I say, God bless him for that. God bless him for daring to risk something for his country. He has done a lot more than the overwhelming majority of Americans who still sit on the fence or hide in their homes, or at best, hide among crowds of people who might occasionally protest. It accomplishes nothing. Absolutely nothing. We saw on those videos released by Tucker Carlson that we were lied to by our politicians, by the Democrats, by the J6 committee, who knew that Brian Sicknick, a state, a, a, a capital state, a capital police officer, was actually alive and doing just fine, alive and well, when they said that he was murdered by the J6 insurrectionists. Do you realize how serious a crime this is? And they all knew it. And we saw how much evidence of Ray Epps being an FBI plant to incite insurrection. We saw doors being opened so that people could just walk in. Come on in. This is your Capitol building. Come on in. 
Let's give you a tour. Now, sure, there were a few people who were disruptive, but how much were they encouraged? And how is it that people who actually took actions to protect the Capitol Police, how could they end up in prison? How can that be? And what do we hear after this has been exposed to us? We hear Chuck Schumer on another one of his pathetic rants demanding that Rupert Murdoch, who owns Fox Corporation, he wanted him, demanded that he censor Tucker Carlson. And he accused Speaker Kevin McCarthy of treason. Really? Treason? for just showing the American people what really happened. Chuck Schumer is an enemy of America. What if we were to treat Chuck Schumer like an enemy? What treatment does he deserve? And now it appears that uh, Rupert Murdoch may, may have censored Tucker Carlson because we did not have the next episode that we were anticipating. What did they say? How did they threaten Tucker and his family? And how long do you think before we really know what's happening? Well, how much do we need to know before we realize how severely we are being duped? Or are we that stupid? You see, the evidence before us is just overwhelming, and I personally cannot understand how we could not have seen it a long time ago, just adding up the evidence. You know, this has a lot of significance that is going to play out in the future of America, and I think that it is going to work against us in a very severe way, and I mean all of us. Now, I've got to relate a little story here that was actually posted on The Blaze, and I think it's a great story because it tells the truth of what is really happening. When I say that they are taking you down, I don't mean you, the conservative. I don't mean you, the Christian. I don't mean you, the patriotic American who loves America. I mean, they are taking down everyone, and at least... One journalist, a leftist journalist named Chris Hedges, finally is beginning to see the light bulb coming on. It's beginning to shine. Chris Hedges has been an accomplice of tyranny. He has nothing good to say whatsoever about MAGA. He is a never-Trumper. He has nothing good to say about Christians and about American constitutional American patriots. He hates them, okay? But recently, he actually came out and condemned in an article the Democrats for, quote, polarizing the country and shedding civil liberties. And he was making a reference to the January 6th committee, and he called it a judicial lynching. Well, good for him. Now, what made him say that? How could he say that? I mean, is he actually, is this another case of seeing is believing? Because if a leftist journalist like Chris Hedges could say, whoa, wait a minute, this is not good, we would be wise to pay attention. Because Hedges has previously written for some very liberal 
organizations like the New York Times, NPR, Truthdig, and he supports the most liberal agendas. And he's saying, whoa, wait a minute. This is not good. This is not good. And he has called out the January 6th committee and saying, you know what? We need to put a stop to this. Because, and I quote him, once rights become privileges, none of us are safe. And that is a very, very true statement. But I don't think that Chris Hedges knows what he's really saying there. Because when you talk about rights, well, from whence do those rights come? From where do these rights, human rights, individual rights originate? Well, they come from God. Now, do you think Chris Hedges bows down to God, to the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior? Does he pray to our Heavenly Father of the Bible? You know, I don't think so, unless he is having some sort of a spiritual awakening, and I pray that he is. But if Chris Hedges can say, wait a minute, I don't like what I am seeing. You know, he said he called the, the judicial lynching against many of those who participated in the January 6th events, a lynching that is mandating years in pretrial detention and prison for misdemeanors. He considers that to be a threat. Well, lo and behold, he's finally starting to see the light. And I'm glad he is. It's a little bit late, but he pointed out that the mistreatment of over 1,000 people who were arrested and charged for their participation in a protest against their country because of a stolen election, he says this was celebrated by Democrats or at best ignored. And I saw the celebration. The Democrat Party were praising it up and down. I mean, the, the J6 committee and all their kangaroo court hearings, or what, not court hearings, but the kangaroo hearings, they, they were a joke, an absolute insult to everything that America stands for with regard to liberty and justice. But Hedges did expose the special administrative measures that were established by the Clinton administration in order to somehow control the most severe convicts like mass murderers and those who would order the murders of other people while they were in prison. What, he had, what this was designed to do was to restrict the communication of prisoners who might otherwise perform some nasty things even while they were in prison. Now, you take the people at the, at the Capitol building on January 6th, and at worst, they were guilty of minor misdemeanors, yet they were treated in exactly the same way as, say, the 9-11 um, criminals who attacked our, our nation, terrorists, who took down the, the Twin Towers. Really, how can they get away with that? And that is exactly what Chris is saying. This 
leftist journalist finally gets it. He says also that we are guilty of carrying out vendettas in our courts. I quote him, we are turning those being hounded to prison into political prisoners and martyrs. We are moving ever closer towards tyranny. Thank you, Mr. Hedges. You are absolutely right. And so what do you think is going to happen as a result of this footage of January 6th being displayed to the American people. What did Rupert Murdoch say to Tucker Carlson so that Tucker did not proceed with phase two of the videos? We need to determine what we are going to do to ensure something that we cannot do without. Now, everything about January 6th is corrupt. These prisoners who were eventually tried by a DC jury pool, do you think they received a fair trial after Biden himself called these people insurrectionists, people who wanted to overthrow the government? Let me tell you. If those people who were present on January 6th at the Capitol, if they wanted to overthrow the government, they would have armed them, themselves and they would have done it. They would have taken over that Capitol in a heartbeat. It's just a fact. But they were unarmed. All for maybe one. I, I forget uh, if there was anybody armed. I think there was, but um, for the most part, these were peace-loving people who were protesting, protesting in a very appropriate manner, peacefully, not like Antifa, not like BLM. America's in a world of hurt. After taking a short break, I want to come back and answer a very critical question that will determine our fate. Please don't go away. hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. 
are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip. Remember, please, that my show airs at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday and Sunday. It then goes to podcast two or three days later. I also write articles once or twice a week for America Out Loud. And I encourage you to go to their website at americaoutloud.com and please read those and spread those around like wildfire. We are living in a time when America is in grave danger. We are in serious trouble. And what we need to do more than ever is to spread the truth beyond our little circle of influence beyond just the conservatives. There's a lot of good Americans who have been greatly deceived simply because they are not hearing the other side, the truth of the message. And I want badly to get that information out. We have some great patriots on the America Out Loud team, and they all have good messages. And I would encourage you and challenge you to spread this information far and wide to the best of your abilities. This is the least that we can do to passively inform people. And if you want to do more, I welcome it with all my heart. Please do. Well, today I am talking about the real concern that I have, and that is what is going to happen in the 2020 for election. I really don't know. I think it's too early to tell what's going to go on and what will the outcome be. We have no idea who is going to even run for president. We don't know who's going to run in the primary as Democrats and as Republicans. So far, we've had a few announcements. Frankly, and this is just my personal opinion, I am very happy that President Trump is running. And I have a lot of reasons for saying that. And it's not because I love Donald Trump as a human being. I don't even know him personally, but I like what he stands for and I like what he has done. So the real question that we have to answer is, can we possibly secure an honest voting process in 2024. Now, remember that the Dominion voting machines are still here, right? They're not gone. The Dominion CEO recently refused a Fox News uh, interview because the CEO was invited to refute the election charges. And he refused. Do we have a paper ballot system that requires a positive ID, a photo ID confirmation that 
the voting person is voting only once, and it is, in fact, the person who has registered to vote. Remember, we have states that still want to uh, allow non-citizens to vote, criminals who have crossed our border. They want to give them a right to vote. What kind of people would want that? Do you think any American citizen in their right frame of mind would allow that to happen? Would you want people from North Korea voting in your election? Or from some Middle East countries? From Russia? From Ukraine? From China? Not me. Uh Uh-uh. And we still right now have 27 states who are using the ERIC voter roll system. This was designed to eliminate fraudulent votes, and it has been an absolute failure. And there's a great example of this uh, demonstrated in Wisconsin. Wisconsin has 7 million registered voters, but only 4 million eligible voters. So almost double the amount of eligible voters are somehow voting in Wisconsin. How in the world can we have a fair election in Wisconsin with that kind of uh, result taking place? It's impossible. And here's a, a recent new twist. Connecticut and Washington Democrats are actually literally proposing a bill to make voting mandatory. Okay, I haven't given this much thought yet, and I want to think it through, but what might be their motive for doing that? Well, whatever it is, they're Democrats. We've seen that they have gone through all extreme measures to corrupt the voting system, to negate your vote in mind, and so I know they're up to something evil again. And why might they be pushing this? Well, it's very simple because Donald Trump said, you know, maybe we need to fight fire with fire. Maybe we actually need to go out and gather up votes as well in the same manner that the Democrats are doing. In other words, maybe we need to declare war on the election process and let's do whatever it takes so that we win this election. And ultimately, you know, the motive is right because we want the Americans to vote and have their vote count and elect the president of their choice. But we, the American people, know that is not going to happen under the current circumstances. That was proven in 2020. It was proven again in 2022. And we are still seeing a battle in one state of Arizona where a gubernatorial candidate, Carrie Lake, is taking her case to the Supreme Court. She recently got approval in Supreme Court for an expedited hearing. And that's exciting to me, but I don't have faith in the judicial system. What I see is that we have three corrupt or at least fickle or bipolar branches of government, okay? We know the executive branch is a puppet branch. Who is running it? Probably some oligarchs probably a combination of Soros and Obama, and who else? It doesn't matter. They are corrupt. They are anti-American. They are an enemy of the people. 
but that's what we have in the executive branch. And in the legislative branch, I thank God that we finally took the House. And we are seeing because of 19 people who took a stand that maybe a few things will change and maybe the devastation will be dampened a little bit. But I assure you that your government is taking down America systematically, fully by design, fully intentional. And it's happening right before our eyes in broad daylight. They are not hiding it any longer. They lie to our faces. We can see a video of the facts of what is happening and yet have an idiot like Chuck Schumer saying, oh, that's misrepresentation. That is manipulation of the facts. Oh, please give me a break. It makes me want to vomit. But making voting mandatory? The Democrats want this in Connecticut and Washington. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to dig into that a little bit more. What do we need? We do need an election that is free for all people. But what we've got coming, what is brewing right now in 24, is an election free for all. Okay. Because we have not secured a, a vote that is honest. We don't know what to expect. You can vote, I can vote, and I assure you I will vote, and I will encourage every American patriot, every American citizen to vote. But will it make a difference? Will fighting fire with fire actually work? I have no idea. God only knows. But we can be assured of one thing. The 2024 election is a battle. It is the communists versus the constitutionalists. And who is going to win? I truly don't know. I think that it is probably impossible to answer right now. Of course, that's just still assuming that we get to an election because things are happening so fast in America that I really don't know what will happen between now and then. All the stops have been pulled and anything goes right now. And you can bet that it's not just the corrupt Biden regime that we are opposing right now. They have recruited some of the world's most filthy rich oligarchs who can fund evil to their heart's desire. And you can bet that they are out to do it. George Soros is at work to take down Donald Trump because George Soros fears Donald Trump with a passion, and he should. And that's why I firmly believe that we should support him. But who's going to win? I don't know. A little over a week ago, I listened to a message, a short message by someone that you probably don't know. Her name is Pam Popper. She is a conservative and she is very much a naturopathic type of person who actually puts her 
money where her mouth is. She is supporting people. And I think that her, uh, her message, which she entitled an important message about one matters, uh, was really worth listening to because she also talked about what doesn't matter. And she cited things like the, the truckers' convoys, both in Canada and in the United States. Now, those were, I thought, pretty patriotic moves. And they, they were big movements. They ended up getting divided because in America, we had two camps, two different truckers' movements, and they ended up being against each other. And that may have been because of our, uh, external influences that cause them to fight against each other, which so often does happen. It's still happening among the conservatives and among the freedom doctors in America. And it's foolishness. It is utter foolishness, but it does happen. But think about it. Ask yourself, you know, with that great big truckers movement, which is a great patriotic movement where people vested their time, their money, the fuel costs for diesel fuel, which is very expensive, and they drove a convoy to D.C. Well, what did it accomplish? Well, Pam Popper felt that it accomplished absolutely nothing. Nothing has changed other than in Canada, it resulted in totalitarian legislation against public protests. Okay, so you have to wonder, did they allow us to do this for a reason? Uh, was it so that they could impose further restrictions against the people? And, and then she also cites the mass protests on the world. In Jan Germany, Great Britain, you know, the, in these great big cities where thousands upon thousands of people came together in city centers to protest. And Pam Popper said, you know, it's just busy work. It doesn't amount to a thing. And I kind of like what she said there. Um, she said, because when you have a mass of people protesting, it's just a mass of people. You think you're accomplishing something. You're making a whole lot of noise for a tiny little speck of time. And it really amounts to nothing because it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't change anything. All you are is a tiny little voice in the crowd and you're hiding as an individual in the crowd and the government knows that. So they let you do it. They blow you off and then the coup proceeds. And that's what's happening in America right now. What Pam Popper says that we really need is, quote, actionable personal protest instead of hiding in the crowd. And I was waiting for her to, to come to a conclusion of what she meant. And then she cited a real good example of, a, uh, of protesting in a personal way. And this uh, took place among the Amish people in a few states. Because the Amish absolutely refused to comply. They did not mask up. They did not take the shots. Nobody could force them to do anything. And who are the Amish people? They're just another small denomination. And I'll just frankly tell you, I hate denominationalism. It is a division of the Christian family, the family of God. The Bible says that denominationalism is a work of Satan. It is evil. 
1 Corinthians chapter 1. Read it for yourself. But the Amish people, this small denomination of a few thousand people, did not comply. And what did the government say regarding them? We can't do anything about the Amish. They just won't do it. Now, if one small little tiny group of passive people decide not to comply and get away with it, what does that tell you? It tells you that maybe, just maybe, we ought to be doing the same thing. Let's emulate what the Amish did because they simply took a stand and said, no, you can't make me do that. Well, Pam Popper concluded that you have more power than you think. And I like that, and I agree with that. But that is qualified. You have power if you have conviction. But let's ask the question, individually, or as a small group like the Amish. In fact, let's just ask the question, what can the Amish do to ensure that we have an honest voting process? Can they do anything? And what can you and I do? What can we really do? I mean, action toward achieving an honest election. And will that action matter in the long run? Will it make any difference? You know, that's a question worth answering. Well, I think that we need to come up with some creativity, some American ingenuity to decide what we can do. Because I fully agree with President Trump, who recognizes that we are living in a time of reckoning. Of reckoning. If you didn't hear his CPAC speech, please listen to it. He spoke of us being in, the, in a battle for our lives right now. And we are. America is in an existential battle. We may not be here tomorrow if we don't act now. In fact, if we continue to do what we are doing or saying or not doing and not saying, we will soon experience the same fate as the J6 prisoners. I don't care if you're a liberal, a conservative, if you're on the left or on the right, if you are black or white or red or green, if you are a Democrat, a Republican, an independent, it doesn't even matter if you're a Christian or otherwise. And I say that because we are a Christian nation. If you are not a Christian, you are safe in America because of Christianity. Everything that America became, and that is being the most powerful nation in the world, the most prosperous nation the world has ever known, happened because of Christianity. But it doesn't matter who you are. Persecution is coming your way. Tyranny, more of it, more oppressive tyranny, Life-threatening tyranny is coming your way if you choose to do nothing. Did Chris Hedges just figure this out?
Maybe so. And I pray that he reaches a lot more people by raising the question. He finally blew the whistle and said, whoa, I see where this is going and I don't like it. I don't feel safe. I don't feel warm and fuzzy all of a sudden because my government can do this to me if they can do it to them. You see, in the, in the fascist, communist, globalist world, which is the godless world, all but a very few select people are pawns in the system. And that includes all of you. It includes every American, even our senators and our members of the House of Representatives are pawns in the system when all is said and done. They are all expendable and they are all useful only for a purpose and only for a time. But in the end, in the eyes of those few elitists, they are nothing but useless, useless eaters. We need to question things. The Ukraine war, for example, is a dirty war. It is not a just war. Can anyone figure out the end game? Where is all that money going? Fox News just cited $196 billion of military, financial, and humanitarian aid from January 24th through November 20th, 2022. Where are the weapons being diverted to? You know what this tells us? It's going to be a very, very bumpy ride. In a very sad ride, I believe, a devastating collapse of our great nation is coming if we do not take back this country. The question is, how will we do it? If yet a third election is stolen in 2024, what do we do? What would our nation's founders say? Well, that's not a rhetorical question. What would they say? You know the answer, and so do I. But... Do we have the courage to do it? Do we even have the courage to talk about it? America is currently in a do or die situation. And we need to recognize it. We need to figure out what it means to be a God-loving, God-fearing patriot. Because regardless of where you stand on all the issues, your God-given rights are gone. You are nothing but a pawn. And whoever you are, Christian or Muslim, Republican or Democrat, liberal or conservative, you're next. You are next. You are expendable. You are merely a commodity in the hands of evil. And if you choose to do nothing, then justice is coming for all of us. And it's a justice you don't want as Chris Hedges has the sense to discern. And so I really want to challenge you in a huge way. Please be the resistance. Behave like the Amish. Do not comply with evil. Dare, please, to put aside your fears. Stand for what is right. And yes, be willing to pay a price for freedom, because you are not going to like what is coming 
if we continue on this course. And yes, by all means, please pray. Pray like there's no tomorrow, because there may not be. And repent from all of the participation in the evil. And please repent from your inaction and from being neutral in an evil world, because that is participation. Together, we can do something. And I pray that we will. And it begins with you and me acting right now. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip. Until next week, adieu.